Let's try this again. Yes, I'm back. And it's for real this time. I just love how no one talks to me throughout the day until the second I sit down and start recording this podcast. I have 30 text messages and 10 emails and I got a phone call because I was just trying to record this podcast and all these distractions were happening. So this is round two because I was getting frustrated and overwhelmed. So... Welcome back to uh, where it's just you, Gianna, and some headphones, and I'm putting my phone on Do Not Disturb because I just can't deal with this right now. <sighs> Deep breaths. Okay. Gianna, where have you been the last couple of months? <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. I neglect this podcast. It's horrible. And I want to issue a huge apology to everyone that listens because I'm sure I've disappointed everyone. And I want to apologize to myself because like if I had to give advice to myself, I'd say, sister, be consistent. I sit here and cry in my bed because I'm like, my career isn't going to move forward. How am I ever going to be on the red carpet? And I'm like, pull yourself together. Like Edna Mode on myself. Like, bitch, be consistent. I'm talking to myself. Be consistent. So here we are. I'm back. It's the rebirth <laughs> for real this time. I'm not lying. I won't ghost you guys again, okay? I promise. Oh, yes. You know, most people get their best ideas when they're in the shower. You know, those deep shower thoughts. And you're like just rattling off these ideas. You're like, I'm going to do this, this, and this. Like the shower is a great place to think. Um, that's not the case for me. I get my best ideas when I'm driving down a highway. <laughs> like I've made up full on dance routines in my head. And then I get all these like random thoughts that I'm like, oh my God, this could be so funny for the podcast. So I usually just like whip out my notes on my phone and then put on the voice thing. Cause you know, don't type and drive. That's bad. And I just start talking about like a bunch of random shit because all these ideas just like flood to my head while I'm driving down like a straight highway. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at my notes right now for this episode and I'm spelling everything wrong. <laughs> like I, it's hilarious. I don't even know what any of these words mean, but we're going to try to decode them right now. Um, but yeah, so I am very sorry that I have ghosted this podcast. Like the way that men have been ghosting me on Hinge. Let's talk about that big eye roll right there. So I've talked about Hinge before on this podcast. I'm not super active when it comes to going out on dates, meeting men, face-to-face. -face. I've only done it once. I kind of just scroll for fun, you know, and then I talk to a guy and they end up annoying me 99.9% .9 of the time. And then I just stop talking to them and then I do it again and again and again. And yeah, <laughs> but things took a little bit of a turn these last couple of weeks. 
I was scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Now, I'm a very looks matter type of bitch. I'm sorry if you think that's rude or wrong. But when I scroll through Hinge, I'm like, oh, is he hot? No, 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 no. XXX. And I came across this guy that wasn't my type. Now, if you don't know my type, it's tan, brunette, Italian, asshole that will break my heart somehow, some way. Uh, That's just what I like. It's just been my track record. That's what I'm attracted to. And I'm not proud of it. But I came across a guy that wasn't that. He was blonde, tattoos, French, like, oh, and he was hot in my opinion. So I'm like, maybe my taste is changing, which would be a freaking blessing because right now it's not getting me anywhere as we could see. But anyway, I like this dude. He likes me back and we get to talking. I see that he's a 911 dispatcher and I'm like, oh, so we start talking about that. He's telling me all these crazy stories and then he's like asking me what I do and I tell him what I do. And then we're talking about our family, our ethnic background and this deep conversation that you'd normally have on like a sit down face to face first date. But we were really talking over the period of a couple of days and one day mid conversation Nope. Nope. Wow. No. Nothing. Just nothing. He gave me nothing. No response to what I said. And I said something so good. And he didn't answer. He ghosted me. And maybe I deserve it for the way that I've acted to men. But no, I was mad because... I really thought I had a connection with this guy. So, lo and behold, my psycho brain went to, well, he's a 911 dispatcher. So maybe I'll just call 911 and ask why he didn't answer me. (laughs) You're all like, please don't tell me you actually did that. No, I didn't. But I thought about it. The thought went passing through my head. I put it on my private story. I was like, guys, I'm going to call 911. And a lot of people were like, no, Gianna, call the non-emergency line instead. All my friends on my private story were egging me on, okay? Um, But I sadly did not do any of the psycho thoughts that I thought. And I was like, maybe I should send him another message and be like, I know Hinge is like hard to keep up with, so here's my number. So call me maybe. But I didn't even do that because I was so angry and frustrated. And I'm like, if he wanted to... He would. That's the biggest lesson that I've learned thus far, ladies and gents and everyone. If they wanted to, they would. Don't sit there and put in 90% effort when they're only giving like four. Because, again, if they wanted to, they would. Integrate that into your thinking, everyone. And the whole notion of if he wanted to, he would came from an experience I had from what I wrote in my notes via voice text. (laughs) Mimi work, dude. Why did my voice write Mimi? I don't even know what word I was trying to say, but I know who I'm talking about. Okay, it's a guy that I met at work. We had a little experience and he just validated my thoughts that I have about men and how I am just constantly disappointed. 
I won't go deep into the story because I don't want him to find this podcast and out me, (laughs) even though I'm outing him. But yeah, he disappointed me. So we'll just call him Mimi Work, dude. And I canceled him. But he's not officially canceled because I'm stupid and I feed into his bullshit still. Yes, Gianna. Yes. Don't don't listen to your own advice of if he wanted to, he would. <laughs> Speaking of work, let's switch gears here on. Ugh. Um, that's where that's my excuse for neglecting this podcast. That's where I've been the last several months. I talked about this on the last episode, but in October, I got the opportunity to work on an HBO show as a covid production assistant. And right after that show, I'm talking like <laughs> week after that ended, I got the same position on a Netflix film that was filming in the area, doing the same thing like the COVID production assistant stuff. And let me tell you, <laughs> this job was so fun. It really was. You know, seeing all the big names, I'm not going to name who because I don't want Netflix to sue me. Um, but if you are in the greater Boston area, you kind of know like who was on the film getting to open the door for them, walk by them, like maybe they came up to you and talked to you real quick and all of that stuff. It was cool. Who else could say that they held the door open for those people? And the people that I worked with just made it all the better. And I'm not even just saying this because I know some of them listen to this podcast. Like truly, these people were the most hardworking, funniest, amazing humans I could have asked to work with. So they made me stay because I did not want to stay in the beginning. And I'll tell you why. My first day on this show, I stood in the rain from 6 a.m. to like 1130 a.m. And I didn't know I was going to be outside. So I was like zero rain gear, soaked head to toe. I was wearing my Doc Martens. They were like puddles inside. Like my feet were like that soggy, like like gross feeling. And after I stood outside in the rain, I had to drive over to set where it was like 30 degrees. And again, no jacket. And I stood outside from noon to like 9 p.m. And I, that night, got hypothermia. Uh, I got a rash all over my legs, my face, my arms, my whole body. (laughs) And I just went home. I was sleeping at my grandmother's at the time. And I just cried my eyes out. I was like, I can't go back. I can't go back tomorrow. It's crazy. Um, But lo and behold, obviously, I went back. That job was from November 23rd to February 19th. So I smartened up I wore the right things from then on and I'm not gonna lie it wasn't glamorous it was a lot of standing in the rain or standing in the snow or standing in the freaking freezing cold for like anywhere from 12 to my longest day was like 17 hours every day sometimes Saturdays like then I volunteered to work Sundays so there was one time that I literally worked Monday through Sunday like and then the following Monday like I was working like two weeks in a row at one point But it also made me learn that if we hadn't already known this, I want to be in front of the camera forever. Like I said, it was fun. I met great people, but I truly don't think that that position is the right one for me. And I got a job offer, a couple job offers after the Netflix thing. And I said no, (laughs) I could not 
do what I just did again because it, I'm not even going to lie, mentally deteriorated me and physically, honestly. I mean, doing what I did in those conditions for the last couple of months and I was just not happy. I definitely wasn't myself. People kind of notice too in the middle. They're like, why aren't you that bubbly person that you've been since the beginning? And I'm like, because I'm mad and I don't like it here. But the job taught me as fun as it was and cool. It really turned me into like a mean and bitter person just because of how tired and exhausted I was. So now I can understand why Hollywood is the way that it is kind of and has that reputation of like, oh, those people are like so aggressive and like whatever. It's a lot like. I'm happy that although I was not okay for the last couple of months. I got to learn what it's like to make a movie, although I was just a little COVID production assistant. I shouldn't even say little. Like, we stopped COVID from shutting the production down, and that's pretty freaking awesome. So, patting myself on the back. But alas, since I decided to never do that again, I am now unemployed again! (laughs) Yay! Only because I really want to dedicate myself to this podcast so I can stop neglecting it and make some TikToks, make some YouTube videos, and get to where I want to be in this life, okay? Uh, But although I'm unemployed, I have been looking for jobs, and I just applied to one, actually. And, oh, God, this is a whole thing. I applied to a job. It's a hosting position slash vlogging, it said. Vlogging, which I am a vlogger sometimes. But you have to really love watching The Bachelor and other reality TV shows. Now, do I watch The Bachelor? Have I ever? No. Have I been watching reality TV lately? No. But did I apply? Yes. Because fake it till you make it, baby. So I applied and... I got an interview. So the past couple of days, I'm like, shoot, I started watching The Bachelor and it pisses me off. I'm so mad about this show. The fact that everyone loves this show. I'm not okay with it. This guy, I started watching an old season. I think it's 21 with Nick, the guy that was on The Bachelorette twice and then Bachelor in Paradise. And then he was The Bachelor because he just like, can't find the one and he just like keeps trying and I don't understand why it's okay that one man dates 30 women I don't get it why does anyone not see a red flag or like a big problem with this this guy tells one girl that he loves them and kisses them then two seconds later he kisses another one then three seconds later he's like (laughs) dry humping someone in a bouncy house I just don't understand this show but do I love it yes I'm absolutely addicted already it's one of those shows that you hate to love I mean I I love trash reality tv I think it's amazing my favorite class I took at school was reality tv and I learned so much and I know that at the end of the day it's all a facade but yeah so I've been binge watching the bachelor hashtag bachelor nation I always said I'd never watch it come on Gianna whatever. It's fine. But for the job, I had to send in my reel, my hosting reel. And I watched it before I sent it in. It's not an updated one. So it's all my stuff from college. And I just started bawling my eyes out. 
because I miss school. I miss Chapman. I miss California. Like I was really living my best life. I was my happiest throughout my years of college. And I know a lot of people can't say the same. Like a lot of people did not like their college experience, but I truly had the best years of my life there. It was so much fun. And uh, I know that everything happens for a reason. And like life is fine right now, but I do miss it a lot. Um, So hopefully when this pandemic ends, which TikTok, COVID, when's it ending? I can go back to Chapman and visit. Oh. Ooh, thinking about Chapman for some reason just made me think about Crystalia. Like, I, I think it's because, like, my roommates and I used to listen and love him and stuff. But did you guys see that Crystalia posted a video for the first time since July? This is big news. This is huge news. So I've talked about him before on this podcast. Crystalia is a comedian. And his podcast, Congratulations, was like one of the reasons I started this podcast. He just talks for an hour about nonsense. And I already admired him as a person as it was like from Vine. But I just loved the way that he could just do that and be so engaging. And I love his comedy and I just loved him as a person. But then obviously the allegations came out about how he kind of was creepy with women and hooking up with underage girls or things weren't consensual, which is absolutely unacceptable. But he just came out and basically addressed all the problems and took full responsibility for his actions. He commented about how he was like addicted to sex, which is a thing. Like it's totally a thing with men and women and how that overtook his relationships and it was amplified by his fame I'm glad that he came out and spoke on it and I hope that we can move forward from the situation that happened with him because I miss him man I really do and I truly believe that his apology was real and sincere and I really think that he's changed so welcome back Chris not that he's listening to this fucking podcast I'm like, Chris, I know you're listening. <laughs> Imagine. That's the damn goal, man. That's the damn goal. Oh, my butt hurts. Ow. You guys, I'm so sore because I'm back in the gym. Today was my second day back and I am hurting. Not only am I hurting, but I'm pissed off. Did I just say I was pissed off about The Bachelor? Now I'm pissed off about the gym? Yes, we're pissed. We're pissed. It's fine. This girl in the gym, now, I go to like a group training facility, so you kind of like rotate stations, and obviously masks are mandatory because we're in the pandemic still, and this girl just walked in, and she said, (laughs) she didn't actually say this, but I'm so good and amazing that I don't have to wear a mask because I'm just high and mighty, and I'm above everyone else, so I'm not wearing a mask, peasants. That's what I heard. Just from looking at her being silent, not wearing a mask. That's what she was basically saying out loud without actually saying it. If you don't wear a mask where masks should be worn, you're a stupid piece of shit. I'm sorry. That's no, I'm not sorry. You are. That's a statement, period. This girl was 
the one following me when we rotated station to station, she kept coming up to me and hovering over me, this maskless biatch. I initially thought to grab a 30 pound dumbbell and just like chuck it right at her face, her maskless face, but I didn't do that. We're going to be peaceful. Ellen says, be kind to one another. And I don't think the dumbbell throwing would fall under that (laughs) phrase. So I just went up to my trainer and I said, hey, just wondering if the mask rule uh, wasn't a thing anymore. Um, And we had a conversation about it. He was really nice about it. He talked to her about it. But God, I don't even see this in just the gym. I see it everywhere. Even when the people wear the masks like under their nose. Oh, we're never going to get out. We're never getting out of the pandemic. Everyone just accept it. And then there's the people that don't want to get vaccinated. We are never getting out. We love the optimism on uh, the podcast. Oh, but it's good to be back. I promise you guys weekly episodes. Now that I have all the time in the world, Because I'm unemployed and I only am caring about my content. So make sure to follow me at Gianna Gravelisi on Instagram and at the podcast on Instagram, the new, new Instagram. And I just want to say, everyone, go into this weekend being a good person. Don't throw the dumbbells. Don't call 911 to harass the men. You do you. Remember, if they wanted to, they would. See you next week on Ugh.